0: Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. Parents often come to me looking for me to help them fix, change, or modify their children's behavior. I understand that completely. I tried that when my children were younger as well. But we cannot punish or mold our children into good, acceptable, or proper behavior as much as we want to. For many of us, we've been conditioned to think that we can, or even that we should. But let's talk about behavior and the deeper meaning. And I think understanding the behavior and the deeper meaning that is in front of us is a great way to start out 2021. We're entering a brand new year. Let's look at brand new skills. So behavior is often a form of communication for our children to be seen and heard by us, their parents. The people who love them unconditionally. So, when you think about behavior, oftentimes in our society, we go directly to the behavior when something occurs and not to the deeper meaning. So, perhaps we're fixing the behavior, trying to course the behavior, or even punishing the behavior. We all spend much of our day communicating, and we often communicate through nonverbals, such as our behaviors and our actions. Sometimes, We may not even be aware of the fact that we are communicating. When you think about yourself, think about times that you are communicating that you are not even conscious of the fact that you just communicated. Perhaps you fold your arms, you roll your eyes, you make a face, and we don't even realize it. So when you think about your children's behavior as a form of communication rather than a mechanism to limit and control, Does it shift your perspective? Think about a recent action or behavior that your child showed you. What can you look at in terms of the deeper meaning in that behavior? Perhaps they were trying to communicate something to you. So take a moment to just reflect on what you've seen over the last week in your children. We must look beneath the behavior not just at the behavior itself. So when we take a deeper look and try to figure out what the communication is behind the behavior and dig deeper to gain an understanding of what our children are feeling or trying to express, it goes so much further to not only help our children in their life, but to create deeper connections with them. And this goes really for all communication. The facial expressions, gestures, arms folded across the chest, body language, etc. These are all signals playing a part in the communication process. They're signals that something is going on. I have a lot of eye rollers in my family, so I have to be very aware of what's going on beneath the eye rolling. We're the detectives, all of us. So we're all communicating through our behaviors on a daily basis. When our children are throwing tantrums and screaming and yelling, perhaps they either cannot find the words to express their inner feelings or they do not want to share. It is our job as the investigators to look beyond behavior and ask ourselves, what is our child experiencing or trying to express what's going on underneath the actual behavior. So as Kelly Bartlett shares in her iceberg, the, like an iceberg, the mass beneath the surface is often where the child's behavior is stemming from. It is something deeper that we cannot see clearly. It could be a basic human need, for example, safety, security, feeling valued and worthy feeling loved or rather something that is causing anger frustration sadness lack of competency or even nutrition and hunger the list can go on and on when children are acting out or behaving in a way that we think it's unacceptable they are likely communicating from the subconscious of what is going on within our children is below the surface, below the surface. It is those things I mentioned, the masses beneath the surface, that we can't really see, the safety, the security, the value, worthy, and even hunger, nutrition, all of these things So in order to see our child's needs more clearly, we must look deeply at what is behind the behavior and not fixate on the actual behavior itself. When we stop at the behavior, we miss out on understanding the child in front of us and their experiences. So here are a few tips that you can use to move beyond the tip of the iceberg, the behavior. When a child behaves in a way that you do not support, instead of focusing on the behavior itself, shift your mindset to what might be driving the behavior. What is the child trying to communicate? You can also ask the child, depending on their age, I see you're really upset, come and sit with me. Let's talk about why you threw the lamp on the floor. Secondly, greet your child with compassion. If you look at the iceberg, you see a small sample of what could be beyond the tip of the iceberg, a.k.a. the behavior. And again, I do suggest you pull up online Kelly Bartlett's iceberg to see what I'm talking about. There's so many more circumstances or emotions that you can add to this list beyond the few that I mentioned. Bring compassion to the situation to help your child navigate, share, and grow through their own emotions in this moment. We often do not see the big picture and need their help in understanding what could be bothering them down deep, and they need our help in bringing compassion to it so they can connect with what's bothering them. Next, accept what your child is sharing and validate their feelings. It is not our job to judge it as if there's a right or wrong to their feelings. Their their feelings. There is no right, there is no wrong, there just is. These feelings are theirs to share and ours to try to understand. When we step back and we listen to what our child is saying or what we can see, it brings the relationship to a whole new level of understanding. Next, help your child if they cannot verbalize their own feelings. If you think you know what might be going on, perhaps share a story that is related. This can help your child feel safe or normalize their own experience or emotion. For example, the child who now has a baby brother or sister may love their sibling, but also resent the fact that their sibling takes your time away from them. Drawing attention to how hard this might be is a great way to help them move forward and feel understood and this may be the elephant in the room and very hard for us parents to hear that love-hate feeling that our child is experiencing resenting the fact that they have a sibling but they're feeling it anyway so we need to uncover it so we can help them through it. Don't take it personally, it just is what it is. Lastly, If you could use some support in trying to discern what might be beneath the behavior, the iceberg of your child, please reach out to me. I'm always happy to help, and I'm here for you in any way I can to give you additional tips, to help you with your specific scenario, or just be here as an ear and a conscious parenting coach to lend support to you. Feel free to join my private Facebook group, It is called Conscious Parents Thriving Kids. I look forward to seeing you and hearing from you in any way that supports you in your journey moving forward. Thank you for listening and joining me. And remember, every moment is a new moment for conscious connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend.